So the University of Sydney, Australia, uh, came out with a study a couple months ago, really cool, that had to do with resistance training and Alzheimer's. Nobody fucking likes Alzheimer's. No, fuck those people. Well, fuck Alzheimer's. <laughs> not the people that have it. I'm sorry. That was aggressive. That, it was. It was. That's not I'm what I meant. Yeah. I meant fuck Alzheimer's and dementia and all these degenerative diseases. So obviously resistance training, we're trainers. This is what we do. Resistance training is weightlifting. And we, we've known for years that obviously the, the benefits of increasing bone health and bone growth in the body for resistance training. But cognitive function, let's talk about that. Cognitive function and prevention of Alzheimer's. So they took a bunch of um, elderly um, subjects and subjects. I was trying to, I was going to say clients. Well, they're yeah. subjects. It's yeah. a study. Yeah, I mean, but it's a study. It makes people seem. Well, like I was I was trying to think of the right word, Danny. I, well, it's not the right one. Yes, it is, dude. Because if you're if you've done a, no, a study, I get it. It just makes them seem like they are. Anyways, they took a bunch of subjects that were old, and they they put uh, you know half of them on resistance training, then the control not on resistance training. And those that did resistance training within six months saw a decline in uh, Alzheimer's. Not only a decline, but it protected the hippocampus, which is a region of the brain that is responsible for learning and memory. So th this is some awesome findings for resistance training. And I think moving forward, that needs to be the form of exercise that doctors prescribe. Not None of this running through the park or, you know, Jogging or swimming. Jogging. We need to start doing resistance training. I think resistance that's going to be the move. Huge. I think that's going to be the move going forward. Um, yeah, daily study. Daily study. Beep, 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 bop, bop. Anyways, back to uh, back to the wall. So, I, I was. Um, let's go back to Elon since I went into Elon, and I, you know, I'm a fanboy. And a lot of people are are angry at Elon right now. Um, I'm not one of them. But he has a company called Neuralink. It was a chip that they put in your brain. Remember, we had this conversation maybe like 20 years ago, not us specifically, because I don't even know if you were alive um, or born. Well, I'm glad you know my age. That's I mean, your employer. Like, what, 20-something? or No one cares. Anyway, um, when they talked about people put, government putting chips in their brain, um, well, Neuralink is exactly that. And one of the things that Elon spoke of um, – about Neuralink, when they put that chip in your brain, is when you start to lose those uh, neurological connections or your synapses from firing, and the brain essentially, I don't want to say it gets smaller, but you're using smaller, you're using less of the brain with uh, some of these diseases like Alzheimer's or dementia, and you're not firing in certain areas to um, go back through your memory or utilize your 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 memory like you once hippocampus. could. Hippocampus. The hippocampus, correct. And the neural link will reconnect those and fire again. So what the idea, be, and, and it's supposed to work Alzheimer's and dementia specifically from my understanding, um, that's one of its main purposes is to eradicate those two diseases completely. Because when you lose those connections Alzheimer's? and can't regain... It will, it, essentially what the chip does, and don't quote me on this, but 
just from my brief understanding of listening to what he was talking about, it helps those things reconnect that electrical signal. So when you lose it, it regains it. It tells your body, hey, this isn't firing anymore, and so you can utilize your brain to the full capacity. So Alzheimer's prevents that from happening. It's degenerative. Um, and I just found that incredibly fascinating. And he said, his words, not mine, he thought in five years, potentially, Alzheimer's would be a complete thing of the past. And, and once you could figure that out, paralysis was another one that you could fire the, send the signals back that were cut off in the spine due to, let, let's say, you broke, you broke your back and you were paraplegic or you had some sort of paralysis. The idea behind it is to neurologically connect. And so far, they had a monkey playing Pong with his brain with the Neuralink chip. Got two things for How you. How insane is that? So what's With his mind. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. So uh, Alz Alzheimer's yeah. is also uh, known as type 3 diabetes. So there's a blood glucose, um, there's, there's an insulin issue at that point. So the, the uh, With Alzheimer's. Right. So, and like, I'm not going to be as well-spoken on this as others. That's just something I'm learning about in I the book like right now. I just like talking about it because it's so yeah, right. So I'm not, don't, like I said, don't quote me on any of this right. stuff because this is just what I'm, it's a fascinating topic. It's a problem with um, the, not production, but the absorption of glucose in the brain and the, uh, just it's in some sort of that manner. So that really makes me interested. If they're going to find a, uh, a cure for, like the Neuralink for Alzheimer's, then what's next? Diabetes, different things like that. Yeah, because that is that's they're so correlated. Yeah, like that's such a correlation with a glucose, glycogen, insulin. Um, and I don't know what if. Okay, so let's say you have one of those issues and something's not producing effectively, right? Does this reconnect those things? Because everything is managed through the brain, right? It's yeah. telling the body what to do. It's it's your supercomputer up there managing the body's yeah. So processes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, shout I, this out. Is, this is no, I'm gonna man. shout out one of my favorite podcasts ever, and I'm gonna talk about one of the subjects they talked about because this is totally on your level. Japan, Mind Pump talked about this. Japan came out with a this new technology. They're they're working on this new technology where they're they're gonna hook they they're able to hook you up to a system, and it's 99% accurate. They can put on a computer screen what you're thinking in your brain. Yeah, that's not good. That's insane. That's not good, man. <laughs> we got a lot of fucked up people. My brain goes to weird things sometimes. And I'm not happy about it. I just have so to manage what, what those is things they, to not go crazy. Are they going to be able to draw what's on the screen? Like what's in your I've brain? heard they have dream machines already where they, they basically tell you exactly what you dream about. Do you imagine? What does that lead to? Okay, so that, the connection to Hollywood in movies, not specifically actors or actresses, but Hollywood, and some of the things that were predicted essentially in Hollywood are now coming to fruition and coming full circle. It's pretty, it's pretty I mean, incredible. It's, it's, Things like getting Star close. Trek and I mean, they had watches and holograms and all. We're, we're able to do so many of the things that we yeah. once watched in movies in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Like these things are happening. It's, it's, it's incredibly fascinating. To go back to our topic, this is why I'm like, I like to be off the grid, but at the same time, Look how the human is evolving and what we're capable of. It makes me Are we gonna be superhuman? thirty years from Holy now. Holy shit! Can't like okay. So let's say let's say Neuralink or another company. Once this technology starts to to um, 
become mass produced essentially and the general public public has access to it and you don't have things like diseases you don't like you don't have cancer you don't have you, you, paralysis is a thing in the past dementia is a thing in the past what happens to long what happens to uh, life expectancy something else do you jump to over. 120 130 do we have the money do we oh, have they're the already saying that. that they're already 100%. saying 120 my, my is going to be. generation is 120 years old is their life expectancy based on the, the techno technological evolution. That's also that you're the creme, you're the creme de la creme of like you're well, keeping you're you're taking care of yourself. I'd like, imagine, but crazy but no again, alcohol drugs. Even not taking care of yourself, like the FDA FDA just approved that fat loss drug that's guaranteed to help you lose 15 percent fat. It's, um, it starts with a W. I can't even remember the name. But yeah, the no, I, we, talk, we, talk, we kind of talked about this. Did we five. talk about this one? Kind of, but. They just approved it officially. Yeah. Like a matter of days ago. That'll help you lose up to 15% of your body fat. It's Eventually, okay, you don't have cancer. You don't have a weight loss issue. You don't have, all this can be stimulated in some way through your brain. Yeah. Or we have the technology to stop that from happening. Like, we don't even make enough money. What happens when you have more people with less money, <laughs> how does that work? Well, talk about the inflation that's just went up right now. Like, oh my god, it can lead into so many different topics. But just went up. We're, I'm gonna look in this up yeah, right now. That just, just what's that. the what's the? I'm, I'm trying to look at the pharmaceutical name of it. Weight loss. Ooh, breaking bill. news. What? This isn't important to anybody, unless you're, I guess, a, a football fan or you're a fan of the Atlanta Falcons. Julio Dre Jones was just traded to the Texans. Don't care. Wow. Julio Jones going to Texas. Okay, let's go back. Um, what, did you find it? No, I didn't. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah. So. It starts with a, a W. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to figure out how it was, how it works. Because I remember researching it. It had something to do with, um, damn, I can't even remember. But here's the thing, that doesn't. Okay, that's fine if you lose fat, and losing fat does lower your chance of type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension, things like that. But what it doesn't do is it's not, you don't actually learn how to eat healthy, which, okay, why do I care about eating healthy? I can lower my risk of, fine. But your gut microbiome, your organs, and everything in and out through there, you're not, you're not treating them well so what you're doing is you're losing weight it almost is like a i guess for you know it, it's almost like a pill that's like a, a bypass surgery yeah so yeah. you're not really learning anything even surgery though i've seen so many people who have gotten the surgery of like a gastro bypass or something have you yeah i know a few people i'm not gonna really i've never yeah. yeah don't shut them uh, out I'll, I'll share with you i've never I've, i don't think i know anybody that's ever got i know a handful of people you think i know one of them yes goes to the gym no. Okay. No, I don't know anybody that's had it that's gone to the gym. But, yeah, and they lost a ridiculous amount of weight. But does it teach you the habits to keep no. it off? And that's the problem. Or a lot of those is you don't eat anymore. So you're still malnourished. Like malnourished being overweight or malnourished not eating at all. And that's a problem, too, where, where you just cut enough calories and you're not hungry ever so you don't actually put nutrients in your body anymore. What effects are you having on your heart, your overall health, your skin, your organs? What does that do to you from a long-term standpoint? Like, I don't know if there's enough research out that's, that says that, hey, you won't have massive side effects as you get older. 
to saying, hey, I'm 55 pounds overweight. In a matter of a month and a half, I'm going to lose 55 fucking pounds. That cannot be good for your system. No. How long did okay. it take to put that weight on? Yeah. Like so it doesn't take a, a month and a half. You know what's interesting, too, is when you gain that much weight. Found it. It's called. Go ahead. Go ahead. When you gain that much weight, so you can always lose weight. Losing weight, yeah, you know. But gaining weight when you have been that big is easy. Here's why. Because when you gain weight, this, this is a lot like uh, muscle growth in the sense of uh, satellite cells. You always have fat cells in your body. You have an increase of fat cells. So say, Danny, you, right now you have very low like satellite fat cells, like triglyceride, lipid cells. Thank you. I appreciate you. I mean, you do. So if you were to put on, if we were to like, let's, let's put you through a challenge. Let's put you, let's put you on like 60 pounds. Let's, get, let's make you gain 60 pounds. Forever, you will hold those fat cells in your body. Yeah. So you'll have the fat cells, but even though you can lose that weight, they're always there. Yeah. So it's way easier to feed those fat cells and for them to be, it's way easier to gain weight. Yeah. After Once that. Once you put weight yeah. on. Just like with muscle, it's way easier to gain muscle back that you've lost. If you've always had big muscles, and yeah. then say you went through an injury, it's it's way easier to put that muscle back on than it was what to gain in the first place. What do people call muscle memory, even though that's technically Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't like that word. It's, it's, it's basically a satellite. Yeah, it's just a fitness word. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically a satellite cell system in the muscles that, uh, that does that because you always hold on to those cells forever. Even though the muscle is lost, those cells that you had that, to gain muscle never go away. So... Yeah. So, so we, I've found this. The FDA has approved an obesity drug that helped some people, some people, drop weight by 15%. It's called Wagovi. I, yep. could, be, I could be pronouncing that wrong, but it almost looks like a, um, a diabetic pen. That's basically what it is. It, that's what it looks like. It's yeah. for, it, oh, it, it, was, it was originally for people with diabetes. A higher dose version of Novova Nordic, yep. this diabetes drug. Because with, pe with people with, with, with long-term weight management, with people with type two diabetes, it was originally for people with type two diabetes. Because obviously, type two diabetes is caused by, you know, obesity. obesity, and you know, we can much more into that. But so they gave it to them, excuse me, to lose weight, and then that's going to reduce your risk for type two diabetes or eliminate it in all in general. But now it's being commercialized, and the pharmaceutical company is going to make. Billions of dollars. Oh my god! Off as it. opposed to people just thinking about taking care of yourself in a more. It, I mean, that's that, that's fine. That's okay. Here's the thing: it's going to be one of those fads where it's like, oh yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's a quick fix, and what's going to happen is you're going to take it, but you still feel, perform, and look like shit. What do you think you're going to look like a bodybuilder after yeah, that? Yeah, just because you lost. All weight. you're do, all you're doing is reducing. You're you're a smaller version of yourself. Yeah. You, you reduce your risk of disease slightly. So do you eat the same? Are you still the same energy levels? That's kind of the point for the whole conversation. Even the last yeah. podcast that we did was so far at this point in our existence, the best way to do it is exercise, lift weights, strength train, and eat right and hydrate That's yourself. It. That's it. Sleep. It's, it's not sleep. as Add difficult as people want to say it is. I got to end this soon. I gotta get right. So I want to read something real quick. Um, this is from NPR.org, the medical site, and this is from that, uh, 
from the will go beside the FDA approved an obesity drug that helps some people drop 15%. Now let me read the actual article before people just go straight to buying something like this. Um, in company-funded studies, company-funded, mind you, participants taking Wagovi had an average weight loss of 15% for about 34 pounds, uh, or 15.3 kilograms. Participants uh, lost weight steadily for 16 months before plateauing. Now, 16 months to take this supplement or whatever drug, whatever you want to call it, to lose 34 pounds. I have a problem right there. I'll get into that in a second. In comparison group, uh, getting dummy shots, meaning... Um, placebo shots with nothing in them, telling somebody that they're getting the Wagobi shots, the weight loss was about 2.5% or under 6 pounds in 16 months, okay? With existing drugs, you're going to get about 5 to 10% weight reduction, sometimes not even that. Dr. Harold Bayes, with medical director of Louisville Metabolic and uh, Atherosclerosis uh, Research Center. Bayes, who is also an obesity medicine associate, Association's chief science officer helped run the studies of the drug. In the U.S., more than 100 million, about one in three, are obese. There's 330 mil million people that live in the United States, and 100 million are considered obese. Yeah. Holy shit, is that a problem? We're wondering why cancer, degenerative diseases, uh, in, um, Pick the disease Di that whatever you want. You want. Diabetes, yeah, diabetes doesn't make a difference. Disease. We're wondering how something like COVID is affecting our population or worldwide population at this point. We'll look <laughs> into well, one in three are considered obese. One in three people are obese in the United States. That is Sheesh. that is horrible to hear. Dropping even by five percent of one's weight can bring on health benefits such as improved energy, lower blood pressure blood sugar and cholesterol levels, but the amount doesn't satisfy uh, patients who are focused strictly on weight loss. So it, go, it goes on and on and on and on. But if, if one in three people are struggling with obesity and you're looking for a drug to fix the problem, clearly those things are not working and you need to reassess what you're doing. That's, that's devastating to hear. I remember five, ten years ago, it was, like, it was like one in four, and one out of five kids was considered obese. That's over 30 pounds over your weight limit. Over 30 pounds. So, and we're wondering why we have no energy. People are depressed. People are anxious. They don't sleep well. Yeah. Then we over-caffeinate, eat like shit, and we're wondering why things are wrong. We're wondering why heart disease kills 300,000-plus people, our fucking family members every year. Take some personal goddamn responsibility and take care of your fucking self for your family's sake, not just your own. Amen. Well, fuck, man. No, One in I, three? I mean, you're What are we doing? It's not okay. Stop listening to these dumbass fucking celebrities tell you it's okay to be in the skin that you're in. It's not okay. It's not at all okay. Because you fucking die. You get cancer. You, you feel like shit. You feel you, like shit. You can't shit. sleep at night. You want to you hate yourself. Like, it's like... How often do we hear... I mean, in oh. this industry, if... I've talked about this before, man. I've gone through some dark times because of the amount of problems that people have due to excessive weight gain and obesity. And it's not okay. It's not okay for people to feel that way. And we've accepted it as a society. Listen to these fucking sycophants, these, these narcissistic assholes in Hollywood tell you how you should feel. Stop listening to that crap. Stop listening to the drug industry tell you what to do. Take a holistic approach. Take care of your body. Work out. Exercise hydrate, 
and take care of yourself. First of all, we got like there's two goddamn extremes. First of all, really, there's that extreme that says you have to like you have to be shredded and or you, you gotta have to be, be vain asshole that yeah, takes pictures or, of your butthole on Instagram or, every day. Or it's like I'm fat as or, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm overweight. I'm obese, and. You know, this is this is how everybody should look, and everybody should. It's be okay, PC. Proud, yeah. It's yeah. not okay. No, no, no. It's. I mean, okay. I think you should love who you are as a person. Absolutely, I 100% agree with that. If you know, if you're overweight, hey, man, like, hey, whoever it is, like, we all go through tough times. Yes, but absolutely. Don't ever, ever, like, that's not okay for your health. And like, I think the biggest, like, I, re- the one, per- the per- the person I respect the most in the gym is that big guy coming in the gym. Who's yep. obviously overweight, and like works their ass off, works, makes no excuses. Who's just, who's just he's, he, they just show up. Wants to feel up. better. Yes, I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. They are trying to make a change. If hey, not, if if you if you want if you are okay with feeling that way, that's fine. I, I don't looking care. that way. That's that's a hundred percent up to you. I couldn't agree with more with you, Alex. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about health. I'm talking about health and wellness. If you feel like shit and you eat like shit and you set that example for your kids and wonder why they're diabetic, it's your fucking responsibility. You are the example that you set for that person. So don't say it's okay because you can kill somebody doing that. It's, it's, it's negligence. It's not okay. If, if, if you personally don't care about it, fine. I don't – to each their own. But don't put that on somebody else. Don't put that on somebody else because it does cause cancer. It does cause heart disease. It does. And I don't want to lose my fucking family member because they're not going to take care of that problem, period. Look at me as an asshole when it comes to that. I'm not belittling anybody. I'm not making fun of anybody here. I'm talking about health and wellness and, and, and fitness and what that does for us as human race. Don't, don't go into that shit. I hate that. I hate that. It's not okay. It's not okay. Be comfortable in your own skin. Okay, fine. I, I, I'll roll with you on that. But when it affects your health, and I got to watch somebody in my own family or one of my friends die or their parents die, and I got to see them go through hardships solely because they don't know how to take care of themselves, that's a different story. It's different. They can't be lumped into the same conversation. No, I, yeah, I, I need, yeah. It's, it's fucking. It's tough, man. It's tough for people that, that have that food addiction. It really is. It is. It's, it's horrible. Know, it's, I, yeah, I, but I don't know. think we address as a society. We come up with things like this. That's what. Fr- that's why I'm so amped up right now is we come up no, with these I, stupid I love that you're FDA up. approved. FDA approves fucking Twinkies and Mountain Dew. Fuck out of here with Here's the, the thing, FDA this approvals. Never, this ne- okay. No, no, no. Okay. This is a great subject to get into. So I, I think it's, 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 um, it's switching. So the marketing companies – how can they market to people the cheapest ways that people will buy ultra-processed, highly palatable foods? Yeah. That's what they want. That's what yeah. people want to eat. Cheetos, fucking Oreos, fucking Twinkies, goddamn Hot Pockets. That's what yeah. they want. Yeah, but really, truly, I think lately in the last three to There's five been a years, shift. it's been a shift. There's been a big shift. I agree with you. You see these things like beet chips and like, you know, yeah. edamame crackers and things that I buy. Yeah. <laughs> but in general, it's really, it's, it, there is a shift. There's, it's coming. It, it is happening. So I think these markets, 
and they are marketing companies, and, and they're companies that want to make a bunch of money. So well, they don't care. They don't they, care. They, they take care of their health. They're they're out to make money. Dude, I'm, look I, at, look I'm at, not mad at them. I'm I'm, I'm mad at like. I agree. I agree. They're make they're just trying to make money. Yep. So it's like I, I, it's we just as like a Pride society, so monetized we now. as a society have to change for them to change. Yeah. We as a society were like, oh, we love pizza hot pockets and chicken wings. I love chicken wings, but that's I get like coming from this industry. That's why I get so amped up about it. Again, you be you, boo boo. I'm not ripping on the people that are comfortable in their own skin. Just just be cognizant of the fact that you are an example. And when you wonder why your kid then becomes diabetic because you're feeding them that, that, the kids, that's that's not God's will, people. That is you making a decision what about what you're putting in your face. And I think that is incredibly irresponsible. I do. I'm not saying live for vanity, be obsessed with the gym, to your point earlier. I don't that I'm not. I'm not that person. I own a fucking gym and I'm not that person. Yeah. I used to be that person that needed to take my shirt off in every single picture and show my abs. I don't feel that way at all. It makes me kind of feel like a huge piece of shit, More to so be about honest health. with you. It's a, for me, it is 100% about health. I'm watching my, my father-in-law, who is in the hospital right now. I've watched my I have family members die of different cancers. I've watched them have heart attacks and die uh, from obesity and diabetes. I don't want to see that in anybody's life. So why should we accept it just because some dumbass celebrity says, oh, it's okay. It isn't okay. Take care of it. It's be because it affects you and it affects somebody future else generations, to you. Not even and it that. affects future generations because it affects your genetics. So it's beyond that. It's beyond just me telling you how – I'm not saying how, how you should live. Fuck, who am I? Whatever. Who am I? You don't have to listen. If it upsets you, I don't give a shit either. All I'm saying is – I think we all have a personal responsibility to take care of ourselves because it definitely makes a big difference on the next generation. I don't want my daughter to live like that. I don't want her to live through those things. I don't want her to become a type 2 diabetic by the time she's 20 years old because she's not watching what she's putting in her mouth. I mean, she like, won't uh, as long as you're taking care of her. Well, that's it's, the thing. You know. That's the thing. I think there is some sort of neglect there by not doing those things and as just parent, accepting for them. sure and now, there is. Not everybody looks at it the way that we do, like really paying attention to their health. I get that. Like not everybody has that same interest level that we do. So I get it. And I'm not, I'm not coming down on anybody that doesn't look at it the same that way that I do. I just think we all need to take a little personal responsibility here, maybe a little bit of a gut check time, and say, okay, wh what are we doing with, with cancers going through the roof, with diabetes going through the roof, with heart disease going through the roof, with heart attacks, neurological diseases. We're seeing it firsthand, chronic diseases. People aren't living better because they're living longer. They're living more chronically in pain and with more chronic disease than ever before. And we have better technology than ever to before. To keep them alive. Just That's to keep them alive. Is, yeah. But you don't live a quality, healthy no. life. You want to sit down and watch Netflix and eat cookies. Like, you know and I know that isn't what makes you feel good inside. No. So we have to address it. Somebody needs to slap you in the face and say, reset the fucking game here. And we got to do something a little different. We got to do something a little different. But how do you communicate to that? To that? I think that's really the issue. For me, it's, it's like no, it's what, honesty. Like, but a lot of people don't like, like no, no, honesty. No, 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 not not, not you in general. Like I, I, I think I do a good job of it. But as as a society, how yeah. do we communicate that? Because because with of, a fast food joint on every corner, of with, with a, because with, of this, yeah. because of that, because of we're marketed to death, man. Look what look what but look look, well, look at what marketing did to the pride movement. Marketing has sold the pride movement. If, if I was a gay person in America right now, I'd be disgusted. I'd be disgusted with what it's turned into. 
because now it's now Pride Month has turned into I get to sell a ton of shit to to uh, the oh they make, the gay they, make they don't even give a fuck they about don't the gay give community. a shit they, make they just millions found, they just dude. found a way to market yeah. you just like food and we're not realizing it's just to make money reset the bar reset the bar for yourself and go okay take a deeper look into things and say that okay maybe it's not so surface level. Maybe it's not so surface level. Maybe you got to recollect and re reevaluate the things that I'm paying attention to. So I want to ask you it's this. So f- yeah, I don't know. I want to ask you, staying on the same subject, but kind of switching it a little bit. I want to ask you this. With having a daughter um, and being so dialed into the fitness and you, even nutrition, like, are you, have, you, have you fed her sugar yet? Mm-mm. Good. No, my mother-in-law, um, my mother-in-law, was giving her cookies and stuff. My wife's even worse oh, than no. I am about it. But my my wife is a so she's tasted sugar. She's tasted like that she has fake taste, sugar. She, she she has, but I mean, very like very minimally. I mean, yeah. she she eats perfect. Sam eats perfect. I'm pr- I'm probably the the weakest link in my in my family. And f- Sam's not into fitness. Giving her she's fruit never worked and out vegetables. In a day in life. That's so big. It's all fruits. It's all fruits and vegetables. And then yep. if you give them that high, that See, high I think fruit like this. This is why it bothers me so much. Is because we both understand how that affects your body from from a, a, a brain standpoint, from a longevity standpoint, a sustainability standpoint. Um, what that does to overall health, it, intellect. It, it's so much more. It's so much more to eat healthy and take care of your body. And we're seeing that now more than ever. That it's it's not. It, oh man, it's sad. It's sad to me that that we've focused on the other side of the conversation as opposed to the the conversation that would help heal people and make them feel better and have more energy and be less foggy and not need all these things that they're marketed from. Like, we're just, we buy into so much bullshit. We buy into so much bullshit. And, like, okay, I get a lot of, I've, I've, I get a lot of clients that want diet plans. Yeah. I don't do, I'm, I'm, I don't do diet plans. Yeah, anymore. I'm not a huge fan of and, like, I nutrition think it's an awful, plans and stuff like that. I want to teach you how to eat right forever. Yeah. Going into that. It's like, I, I can tell you what to eat every day. Yeah. Why, but what is that, what do you, what is that, what do you learn? Like, what do you get out of that? Well, Once and, you're and done typically, with, we've worked with enough people where they just revert back, right? Right, yeah, but like, what do you get out of that? Say, say, say you were one of the two percent that followed what I gave you. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. Uh, yeah. You lost all this weight, and then you didn't learn how to do anything. And then you came back in six months, or you didn't set the habits necessary to sustain, right? And again, that's the problem with the weight loss drugs and stuff. Okay, you lose the fifteen percent, but what did it teach you? You don't. Did you go? Th- did you go through the experience and the discipline of ab- actually having to take care of your body? This is what we were alluding to earlier, that that is so necessary as a part of the process of struggle to overcome, to then appreciate eating well and treating your body right. Yeah. It, t- it does take time. It's not easy. It isn't going to be easy. That's why I don't like this stuff because it, unless you have something that's 100% unequivocally going to work for you and you're never going to put the weight back on, you're going to be a healthier person for it, then I'll buy into that shit. But I promise you, we'll go over your, any of these other fucking fake-ass solutions aren't going to work because you put the weight back on. You will put the weight back on if you don't create the habits you don't create the haps, habits of a sustainable lifestyle. Like, it just, it just won't. And I don't know a lot of people that aren't struggling, especially as they get into their 50s or 60s or 70s, that they don't just get more and more tired. I see it every day of my life. 
I'm here well, 20 yeah, years in this net, industry. Net, yeah. I see it. I see the psychological effects of extreme weight gain. I see it. I see the depression. Yeah, I see the natural. anxiousness. I see, I, 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 like, we see this all the time. I've literally seen people go through triple bypass, come back, and start eating cheeseburgers again. This is a psychological problem. That's the worst thing you do for your body. It is. Of course it is. And I feel terrible because, because we're, we're, we're not addressing the right things. We're, we're creating unsustainable options for people as opposed to teaching the general public. But, I mean, how many companies? Most companies don't. No. There's very few health and wellness companies. And if they do, people look at them as the obsessed, energetic, douchebag crowd that wants to take care of themselves. It still has that stigma. This industry still has say, that stigma. Like, yeah. I'm seeing it change. What do you mean by that? Like the, the obsessed, energetic douchebag? Like say it. Well, like, beca- because of the people that are out on Instagram and Facebook that sell themselves as, hey, look at my butt, look at my abs, oh, okay, look at yeah. me with a bikini but th- those guys on. The younger generation. Those guys don't know. They don't sell about, They don't know anything about health. The, those, the companies no. come to them and they give them yes, $1,000 a post. Unfortunately. Those, those guys don't know anything, that's, though. That's where marketing has put its dollars because those people have the most likes and follows. Right. But, so why would so, you so not? The, the, the really good trainers that care about people that really want to add value to somebody's health, of course, as usual, don't get the clout they should get. They don't. They don't get the the the, the notoriety that they should get. It's like, uh, I, I, how many Nobel Peace That's Prize okay, no, Nobel Peace Prize winners do you know? Do I people know people that personally? changed the world? We don't know, Mandela? but we know about the fucking Kar- Kardashians. Nelson Mandela. We, we know about these like douchebag trainers that put the ass and butthole out in the air when they squat, and they get five million followers. Like. That's that's the issue. That's that that's the people we're paying attention. We're not paying attention to the the things that matter. Yeah, and I think I think as a trainer, that's something you have to put behind you, because it it's not like you are here to help somebody. Like that's it. Like it's like you're if you, you're there for the right reasons, but a lot of people aren't. If you're like okay, if, seriously, if if you are if you come into the industry as a trainer, yeah, you're there. If you're there for the money, you're fucking in the wrong place. Yeah, go somewhere else. But you gotta be there. You gotta be there to like want to help somebody and like you know. It's easy to sell your soul, soul to the devil with with uh, social media platforms. Sheesh. All in all, my my point beyond that, like of getting so amped up about this again. Teach their own. I'm not trying to offend anybody. That's not the goal here. No, never. Uh, I'm super incredibly uh, passionate about this because I've seen family members die, and I don't I don't want to see other people go through those things because they are they are brainwashed into thinking that it's somewhat it's okay to be morbidly obese. And I know there, there is psychology behind it, there's, there's habits, there's lifestyle, there's, there's um, environment, there's things that have happened to people. There's, there's a lot of reasons, like there's people that have gone through horrible things and food is their way out and comfort is their way out. I just think as a society, we need to begin to address this well beyond what we're doing. And drugs, I don't think are the answer. I really don't. I think it's understanding your body, gaining awareness, um, um, t- learning, teaching yourself, researching about what it means to take care of your body and how to appreciate your body for what it is and how complex your body is and your mind is. And when you do that, I think your energy levels, your mood, your cogn- cognitive skills, uh, our cognitive ability starts to increase and we, we optimize our lives and we feel better and we feel more energetic and we want to pursue and we want to change things for people. And that's my whole point behind getting so amped up about it. 
But again, to each their own. If, if you want to live a certain lifestyle, you do what you do because this is your life, period. If you love listening to our podcast, check us out on Instagram at Danny the King and Alex Kreenitz, otherwise at Bomb Shelter Boys. Thanks for listening to another episode. We'll see you next time.